To you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Just three sleeps until Christmas and I can't wait. It's one of my favorite times of the year, but it does tend to be excessive in terms of all the delicious meals we eat. And we shouldn't forget that the world's food system is a huge contributor to global greenhouse gas emissions. So without putting a damper on things, how can we keep the environment in mind when preparing all those special celebratory meals? To give us some ideas, I'm joined now by Dr. Christian Reynolds, who's a reader in food policy at my alma mater, City University of London, and an expert on food loss and waste. Christian, welcome to the program. What we eat contributes to the climate crisis from right from how we produce it to how we discard it. So where can we start if we want to make a difference? Well, Merry Christmas. And I think the things that we can do to make a difference, the biggest one is to think about portion size at Christmas. So you've probably already done your shopping, but we can actually think about how much leftovers do we need? How much do we want to eat on the day? And thinking about Christmas, not just as one meal, but the entire Christmas uh, season over that time. So is it making it easy for you to cook on Christmas day and have lots of leftovers? Or is it about realizing that you're gonna be going around to lots of people's houses and maybe you don't actually have to do as much shopping as you need for that period. So budgeting and thinking about how much you're cooking and getting a good plan down for Christmas. I know that meat is a big culprit, but if you don't want to go vegan, what are the most sort of environmentally friendly Christmas options? I, I totally right. So animal-based proteins, so meat and dairy, they're the bigger carbon footprints, bigger uses of land, bigger uses of uh, water in their production than lots of different plant-based proteins. But again, in South Africa, in lots of other countries, uh, meat can be raised in different sorts of ways. So making sure if you're going to eat meat, it's a smaller portion of meat, but also better quality meat. <coughs> so less meat, but better meat, ethically for, sourced, fed on uh, good things, all of those sorts of things, because that way you're buying into the food system you want for the future. So again, lamb, beef, any of these sorts of things can, but make sure it's less but better and making sure you're getting the right amount for your family including leftovers because the worst thing at christmas time is there is a lot of food waste you know globally one third of food doesn't make it into the human stomach it's wasted and so if we can start thinking at christmas time when it's expensive food it's food you want to eat can we actually reduce the portion sizes and reduce the amount we're buying and shopping and if we are buying lots making sure we actually do eat it and obviously i think if we're thinking in terms of vegetables local and seasonal is the best option very much so. Now, I'm calling you from the UK, and again, it's winter veg over here, but you guys are in the perfect time at the moment for a lot of wonderful, beautiful vegetables 
lots of great fruit. And so it's thinking about what you can get locally and what you can actually serve that with. So yes, of course, there are European food traditions, but there are multiple food traditions and multiple things that you can serve on Christmas Day. Make sure it's the things you like to eat so you actually use all of it up and make sure there's lots of vegetables there to go with your animal proteins. You were part of a research team that found that cooking methods in actual fact play quite a big role. So what is the most eco-friendly way to do this and how would our South African braai fit into this? That's a really good question. So our research found that depending on the food product, basically up to 61% of the environmental impacts of the food that we eat can be in the cooking of it in your own home. And so that's because the oven, for instance, is just a really big hot box of air. And so roasting a huge joint of meat can be horrendously ineffective. But brise, things like that, it's your fuel source you've got to think about. So it's thinking about, is it on wood? Is it on coal? Is it a gas brie? And if you're thinking about it like that, it's also thinking, what else are you cooking at the same time and for how long? So is it saying, well, I can do all my kind of root vegetables at the same time as meats or using the same bits of heat source? Or the other thing I'll highlight is just how you actually cook your meat or how you serve your meat. So there's a tradition or a way of cooking different joints of meat, which is spatch cooking. So you're flattening it out so it cooks faster, which means you can get more of kind of those crunchy bits on the meat, more browning as it were, but it also means it cooks in a faster amount of time. So that way it's saving you money in terms of the fuel you use, cooking faster, which means it's reducing your time in the kitchen, in a hot kitchen, and you want to be spending that time with your family. So it's a win for the planet and a win for your time and your budget as well. I read somewhere, Christian, about something like five million Christmas puddings, two million turkeys, mince pies are wasted in Britain each year. You've mentioned this a couple of times. The trick, I guess, is not to be excessive. Totally. It's to think about what you're buying and I love a bargain. After Christmas, there's going to be sales as well. So reflect and think, what do you need for the Christmas period versus what you can get after Christmas Day. And of course, while Christmas is a particularly wasteful season, this is something we should be thinking about all year round. Thanks to Dr. Christian Reynolds, a reader in food policy at City University of London. And those of you who celebrate Christmas, I hope it's filled with good food and good cheer. Till next time from me, Glynis Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. For Galinda Moser, founder of Remax Living, life is all about people, their homes, the environment, and of course, music. Because of Galinda's passion for property, Remax Living has become the largest property office in Cape Town. When selling your home, email Galinda at remaxliving.co.za. As your trusted property partner, Remax Living is by far the best way to sell and buy real estate. Remax, the leaders in real estate. 